Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to What in the K-Pop. We're back with our monthly comebacks for November. Uh, actually, this is the second time that I have done this. <laughs> the first time, the audio got corrupt, and I just, I had to start over. It was just bugging me way, 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 way too much. But anyway, I'm back. I'm recording again, and... We're going to do our November comebacks. But first, but first, let's talk about BTS a little bit. They just did their permission to dance and they're on extended rest right now. But um, lately, RM, J-Hope, and Jin have sold $8.4 million worth of HYBE stocks. And if you know anything about stocks, basically, once the group goes on hiatus because of military service, um, those shares will be worth less than what they are currently. So I think RM, J-Hope, and Jen selling a portion of their, you know, shares probably means they're about to go into military service soon. Maybe after this album, this next album comes out, then they go. I don't know. I'm just guessing here, but that's what I think. I don't know. But, you know, BTS, they performed their Permission to Dance concert in L.A., this earlier this month and it's weird because they used to do a tour every year like clockwork and you know that takes a lot of physical strength and mental strength that's for sure and I can't imagine what it's like when they weren't touring for like a year and a half only to be like maybe practicing for like seven eight months just to get their stamina and their practice knowledge of set list costume changes everything of uh, positioning choreography like all that in just like less than a year that's insane so i have a pretty strong guess that the guys are super exhausted after you know doing that tour but they are doing the permission to dance tour in seoul sometime in march so there's that wait can can we talk about these instagrams these Instagrams, BTS have, they, they have Instagrams now. And I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't know. But am I the only one that feels weird about BTS having an Instagram, you know, running their own pages? Like, I don't know. It's a little weird. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. And I've been waiting for this moment for a couple years now. But now that it's happened, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just weird. It's like they're... You know, they are normal. They are regular people. They just happen to be in the spotlight. But it's just weird. It's like one of us. Like one of us. It's it's weird. It's a weird feeling. But the funniest thing is Jim and MV uh, recently were saying that Instagram is scary and is dark. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, no, boo boo. Twitter is darker. Don't go there. You think Instagram is bad? I personally, I think Twitter is even worse. But, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's like, it's just weird having, you know, seeing their Instagrams and their Instagram story. And they've been giving us a lot of content. They've been keeping us well fed. I must admit, very well fed. But, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to have just them around more. And also, I think this is another signal that they will be going hiatus after this next album. Whenever it comes out, don't know. But this is another signal. So, you know, ARMY and other fans don't miss them too much. A uh, quick side note. I loved, loved, loved Jen's tuna song. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so Jen. It was so Jen. Like the dance, the lyrics, 
so good, so funny. And, you know, Jen has already said that he regrets making this video public. But I was like, but come on. Isn't that, isn't that why we all love worldwide handsome Kim Soke Jin? Like, come on. That's why we love you. Like, you goofy as fuck, boo-boo. But moving on, this is BTS adjacent, but during BTS's Permission to Dance tour, there were trainees present. And we all know what that means. New boy group, new boy group. Specifically the trainees, K, Nicholas, EJ, Taki. And, you know, those names might sound a bit familiar if you watch HYBE's idol survival show called Island that debuted the group in Hyphen. So K, Nicholas, Taki, and EJ are rumored to be HYBE's first Japanese slash Korean boy group, which is really exciting. And, you know, I hope to see them maybe sometime next year. Hopefully see them debut or something like that. I don't know. But if you haven't watched Island, you should definitely watch it. Like the production of the whole show, the whole season was great. It was funny it was it made you cry a little bit like it had everything it was nice plus precious and i have done a full coverage on island when we first started this podcast so if you go to episode 11 it will give you a quick rundown of the season you know it's just pretty funny how we see it and especially one part but i'm not gonna get to that whatever but you know what you know guys i miss k-pop squad i miss precious a lot like it's it's hard to talk to you know i feel like i'm talking to myself makes me feel a little crazy sometimes i get a little anxious but you know i'm talking to you k-pop squad but i do miss pressures because you know it's always fun to have someone to bounce off of and you know just kiki key all that stuff but you know she'll be she'll be back soon she's coming back soon actually really soon and we have some new stuff maybe you know some new content for y'all we just have to get the ball rolling we each work like 50 to 60 hours a week so you know we busy we're working out here Ooh, now i know she'll listen to this episode <laughs> anyways yeah i can't wait to continue being our awesomely goofy selves ah lastly don't forget do not forget we will be in atlanta uh december 16th for the iheart jingle ball um iheart radio jingle ball from Mons x and megan Stallion and jonas brothers and everybody else like i can't wait this is like our first concert back well actually no this is not this is my second concert back the first concert was lancy with keshi any keshi fans anybody anyone love him anyways but yes we'll be in atlanta for the jingle ball and we will be handing out goodie bags for any of our k-pop squad or their friends if you know anyone that's going to this concert please tell them so they can get a free photo card candy uh some other cool stuff so you know we're doing this for free it costs a little bit but you know i love giving out gifts like kind of like a love language kind of thing for other people but i love giving gifts to everyone um Oh, we'll post on our Facebook, Insta story, Twitter, whatever, and we'll let y'all know where we are at, where we are located. So follow us at what in the K-pop underscore officials so you can get that free goodie bag. There will be a limited number, probably 20. We're going small. We don't want to bring too much. We'll probably do the rest at the Monster X concert in February. But if you have a friend that's going, let them know. Come get that goodie bag. <sighs> okay, that was a lot of information. But I fill up today and I hope you do too. 
So let's get into November comebacks. All right, let's get into comebacks. All right, we're going to start with Juanes and their album, Blood Moon. All right, so the first song that I... Okay, actually, the only song that really was my favorite was their title song, Luna. Now, I think there's a lot of storylines when it comes to the song Luna. Like, when I first watched the MV, it had, like, this fantasy vibe to it. But it was also, like, historical. So when I read the lyrics, I was like, picture this historic romance, mythology, like, (laughs) K-drama kind of, you know, show where there's this man who's deeply in love with this woman named Luna and she's like the most beautiful woman that he's ever seen before only to find out that she is an actual moon goddess but she only appears during the full moon. Sounds like a good concept, right? Anyways, music-wise, I really enjoyed the combo of traditional Korean music and pop music. Uh, Luna has this addicting tempo in the chorus of the song. It reminds me of like white water rapids like how the water rushes down the river intensely crashing into rocks and it can just change directions and like in like a moment's notice like water's unpredictable but that's what i think of when i listen to this song See, like, it's just that tempo that it really has. It's just like, boom, you know, you get it. But I really like that. That's like the catchiest part of the song. Also, another song to listen to on the album is Who You Are. That's a really good song. And also uh, Window featuring Choi Yi Lim. I, okay, I'm not a fan of intro songs at all. But this one, one is they have like the most badass intro songs. Like if y'all know another group or even a solo artist that has great intro music, I want to hear it because Wanas, I think they're really the only group really does a lot of work into their intros, not just, you know, a filler or whatever. But let's go on to our next artist. Next we have is Allie with her album, Amy. Uh, she has an amazing voice. I I've never heard a voice like hers before it's she has a huge range like super huge range she's just gorgeous she's beautiful i think i think i think may introduced me to her because she was sending me a bunch of videos of like different solo artists and their variety shows and hers was one of them and i was just like boo boo can sing she was like at this bar in the restaurant and you know she's getting interviewed and they're like eating drinking having fun laughing and she just starts karaokeing like acoustically in the restaurant and everybody's just like wild like wild by her voice i'm wild by her voice like she's amazing but the song i am talking about on her album amy is ain't talking about me she has like 13 albums or 13 excuse me 13 songs on her album and there's a lot of decent album or decent songs on there but ain't talking about me is a song i really love on the album Ain't Talking About Me is about a guy that's being unfaithful to his girlfriend by being involved with another woman. The girlfriend doesn't really have any physical proof, 
But she notices that he starts to become more distant or stops spending time with her. And even when they're in the same room together, he won't talk to her. Instead, he's just like on his phone laughing to himself while he's texting the other woman. Ain't Talking About Me has this classic pop, upbeat vibe to it. And Ali's voice just sounds so effortless in the song. Check it out for yourself. so good she said you ain't talking about me you sure ain't talking about me she just has such a good voice also another song to listen on the album is don't teach me if you love jazzy music that song hits hard she did very well with that song all right let's go to our next group we have here victim with their song sweet travel now sweet travel is a song specifically dedicated to alice in honor of victon's fifth anniversary single i think sweet travel is about victon and alice furthering their bond between artists and fan traveling all over the world together making fun positive and new memories together forever you should definitely check out that mv it's super soft super cute and it has this like camcorder visual effect to it vocals and the raps were on point as usual that's victim it's just great to see the personal growth from this group it finally seems like they're more on the in-demand side of k-pop groups which is great because they seem to be like stuck in the middle for like a couple years but you know i'm glad they never gave up so cheers to victim guitar in the beginning though it gives that song that slight kind of like edginess but it's still like super poppy but um it's so nice it's so nice all right let's go on to our next group oh this one this group definitely surprised me i mean i have a lot of their songs and stuff but they they just really surprised me because oh you'll know you'll know anyways next we have is twice with their album formula of love O plus T equals heart, which is once plus twice equals love. So cute. But um, the, I have three songs for this album because I, I, I had more than three. But I, I shaped it down to three. First song we have is Icon. Twice, twice, twice. I think it's time to finally acknowledge that Twice's B-sides are just 
so freaking they're so good so good like for the past year i've always found you know one or two b-sides from twice's albums that i really liked to me i'm more inclined to like title songs of groups more than the b-side songs but with twice it's the opposite hence icon icon is a full english song about being iconic and always staying relevant in the media no matter what the trend is as some people may fade to the background you stay in the spotlight i would say a prime example of an icon would be madonna i know i briefly talked about uh, madonna a little back in october and how she's considered to be an icon because she was able to evolve and transform her persona look and music and industry as the years went by she is truly a chameleon and when it comes to different looks and vibes Icon is easily my favorite song on the album, Formula of Love. If you need a hype song that will give you that confidence boost, listen to Icon. You will not be disappointed. I laughed to myself like I did I just giggled because it sounds so cheesy but it's like damn I do got it shit I'm a comic like <laughs> I don't know I'm just being stupid but it just made me laugh but I love that lyric all right on to the next song we have cruel another song in the album that grabbed my attention was cruel it has a simple groovy beat to it and the colors of the vocals make it just so addictive uh cruel is about moving on from a recent breakup and just being the best version of yourself and just enjoying your free time in your life while you're processing healing moving forward with your life your ex wonders why you aren't devastated or holed up in your house sad eating a half gallon of bluebell ice cream if y'all know what that is it's very delicious for comfort blah 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 and yeah you're sad because the relationship is over but you're not going to stop living your life because your ex sure didn't so now you seem like the cruel one post breakup but hey haters gonna hate I love that song. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I can't do those high pitch vocals, so I don't have the training for that anymore. But next song we have is okay. 
I'm late on this one. I'm really late to the train on this one. The Feels. I know it came out in October, and I'm super late on liking this, but The Feels, as I know, the song, it, it's just, it it didn't rub me the right way in October, but it's it's hitting now. It's hitting now. It's way it's so good. I don't know. Maybe I was just caught up in, there was a lot of music in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was a lot of music October, so I was just kind of like, you know, hearing this song, hearing that song. But, you know, if you listen to music too many times or for so long, you just tend to zone out sometimes. That happens to me. It's a bad habit. I just say better late than never. The Feels is about a new crush. You just met this person on a group outing, but the spark, the connection is present. And you pay no mind or attention to anyone else in the group. Like, you ignore your friends ignore anybody else in a group but that person all your focus is on them because one you probably wonder if they're available physically and emotionally of course and two you're just captivated by them and then before you know it at the end of the you know group outing you've fallen for them is it realistic no not really but is it a nice fantasy yes yes it is but I think what I really enjoyed about Twice's music is that their songs really bring out the more feminine side of me. Newsflash, everyone has masculine and feminine energy just in different amounts. Yada, yada, yada. It's not, it's not new news anyways. Twice has definitely sucked me in to the black hole of bubblegum pop. Super cutesy, like all this stuff. And I'm like, I guess I'm here to stay. But I don't have a clip for this because yeah you've you've heard it you've heard it come on you've heard it you've heard it but two more songs on the album that you should definitely listen to is moonlight super groovy love it and espresso espresso surprised me it is bumping like that's a really good song like e-s-p-r-e-s-s-o that's who i am i was like espresso i love coffee (laughs) anyways let's go into our next group our next group we have is Monster X with their song I Got Love. Now, this this is one out of the two songs that I liked on the album. I did not like the title of the album Rush Hour. I know it was it has a catchy chorus. I, I can't deny that. But for some reason it just didn't appeal to me. And that's okay. But this song I Got Love <laughs> Let me just say this. Juhan starting out the song is simply giving me life. Like maybe I just love hearing my man, you know, come out with these bangers and stuff. But I love the instrumentals of this song. It's very pop, R and B, great vocals, and great rap. As always, I Got Love is about being in a long term relationship with your significant other. And you just feel so in love with them. Just like little monotonous things that you do, you know, like say good morning or have a good day at work. When you say those things to each other, it's just something you always look forward to each day. And I think it's so cute, right? Even when you leave work, you're like excited to see them after work, to spend more time with them. It's like it feels very honeymoon phase. I really love the song because it's very sweet and emotional, but it's also charming and upbeat. I got love, I got love When I 
웃어줄게 I love it love it baby tell me that you be mine yeah, I just want, I imagine them just singing that to me. Like, just let me have that. Just let me have that. I'm going to put that out into the universe. Also, another song to listen on, uh, No Limit, is Mercy. Very good song. I like that one. That one caught me by surprise, actually. All right, moving on. We have B.I. with his album Cosmos. Now, (laughs) I was totally, I was definitely surprise when he came out with another comeback so soon had it been like maybe two months three months i don't know but it was really kind of like back-to-back comebacks and i was just kind of worried because i was like you know this is too soon too soon i don't know is it like is it gonna is the quality gonna be good as you know his first comeback but actually i almost forgot to listen to this album but i saved it i found it um but you know i was worried for nothing i was worried for nothing because this album i like this album even more cosmos is so good like i i kind of want to buy the album i don't need it but i kind of want it i don't know we'll see but like wow i knew bi was talented but i just had to say it boo boo is mad talented like i am so proud of him so so very i feel so proud just he's like he's done this all the time he's basically rise from the ashes all with you know probably not on his own but with his family his close friends and stuff like that but i'm so proud of him cosmos is about bi being infatuated with his dream woman her smile makes him melt her glare makes his blood run cold she's intelligent she's fierce she knows what she wants she looks flawless in his eyes and he's just a smitten kitten okay bi has got it bad for this girl so cute okay if you haven't seen the envy you gotta go watch envy it's super cute it's super dream like you know dream state like it's just colorful and i don't know i like those kind of envies they're so much fun but let's go on to his next song we have his song alive all right alive is about bi's fall from fame but also his rise from the ashes long story short from the time of his accusations all the way to the time when he went solo bi had a lot of time to wonder if his career as a musician was over even though he had lost everything there was a good chance that his career could be over 
and he would have faced jail time, B.I. never stopped making music, maybe for a little while, but ultimately he used his gift to help him confront his issues and start the healing process with his own music. And I think that's the result of his recent album and he's used his music to heal himself and everyone else. And I think that's very powerful of him. So good. I know I say that about every song, but literally every song I pick on this, so good. Yes, I'm very proud of him. He's come a long way. And, you know, I was extremely worried when he got dropped by YG, but I was worried for nothing because he's a phoenix. Boy's a phoenix. All right. Next song we have is Lover. I really like this song. This song is so good. Uh, All right. So I guess you could say Lover is like the part two of Cosmos, basically. So B.I. is finally with his dream woman, right? It's a match made in heaven and everything is perfect. And B.I. is so confident in the relationship that he professes his love for her to the world, saying that nobody's got what they got together and that through trials and tribulations, they still can't be stopped. The song is like a whole proclamation of his love for her. It's deep. Okay, so these lyrics got me wild. Specifically, this uh, set of lyrics. He says, me and my girlfriend make new history. There's no answer to the city. Let's go. Utopia of dreams. Just for the two of us. There's no tomorrow. Run to the end of the world. Ride or die. Bonnie and Clyde. Phobia. And it sounds like a bunch of words, but when this is a rap. This is part of a rap, but... It sounds like a bunch of words, but it's just like with the music and then reading this lyric, it was just powerful. So you definitely have to look it up on YouTube. It's I just love that part in his rap. And I figured that B.I. would kind of be like this or feel this way about whomever he uh, ends up, you know, dating long term or marrying or whatever. Well, whoever he whenever he finds someone he loves, I definitely think that he would what he writes in his music is true to him and him alone. I think he's a big romantic too. You shut me down, bang bang. Yes, lover. Ah, that's one of my favorite songs on there. Just the first part, he's like, my lover, lover, lover. Hey. She shot me down, bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> I love that part. But um, also, listen to the rest of his album. Like, 
everything like flame nerd 19 buddy is it's on there spotify wise it's on there but it's it's not highlighted it's like not playable and i don't know why that is but i'll figure it out but yes listen to his whole album so good i i want to buy that album maybe if i have some spending money i don't know i try not to buy albums now because this concert season we out here our money's used for concerts but it's okay anyways let's keep it moving let's go on to our last song but also not least with our solo artist lauren with his song single all my friends are turning blue now lauren he is part of yg's music production he provided songwriting for blackpink's the album including the tracks pretty savage you never know and lovesick girls so he's written for those he's also appeared in that music video as a male lead so if you haven't seen him you probably have seen him you just didn't know who he was but that's lauren lauren also received production credit for g dragon's single bullshit off of his 2017 album it was under his old moniker crawl or what the fuck how do you say that it's like c-a-w-l-r like call is like call 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 crawler i don't know yeah it doesn't matter his his moniker is lauren now but um lauren also produced uh all my friends are turning blue in all his other singles under his personal indie label fire exit records which is in collaboration with black label all my friends are turning blue is about not wasting time it's okay to feel your emotions but you have to keep moving forward because time waits for no one what i really like about all my friends is all my friends are turning blue is this nostalgic feeling i get with the song because i grew up to listening to a lot of um 2000s punk rock songs like that was probably one of the first genres i got into besides pop and it's just so reminiscent of like childhood and it's kind of weird but i love it and there's just such an edgy and grungeness to punk rock that just you know it just comforts me reminds me of like those old ass punk rock songs that you would always listen to and stuff like that but honestly i could just listen to this song on repeat turn up the volume to max and just let my mind wander it's so nice all right and that's all we have for today i guess second time's the charm huh <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of what in a k-pop please give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on it really does help us to be more visible to other k-pop fans in the k-pop world so they can enjoy too lastly follow us on instagram at what in a k-pop underscore official for all the updates and all the future concert meetups get that goodie bag sis if you have any questions comments concerns or have requests send us a dm facebook insta twitter but that's it for today thank you k-pop squad thank you for listening and i hope you have a wonderful day. 
slash night. But most importantly, remember to live your best K-pop life. Bye.